Welcome to episode 10 of the Principals Podcast. This is Tom Gaber, principal of Kenton High School, joined by our two hosts. Donnie Maynard. Jack Sork. What's going on, guys? And our two special somebodies today, we have outstanding Mrs. Green hey. and fantastic Mr. Link here. How's it going, us. everybody? Hey. Donnie, can you explain what the Principal's Podcast is? Well, of course I can. The Principal's Podcast is a weekly podcast to connect to our Kenton stakeholders and inform uh, parents and students, you know, what's going on around the school. And how do yeah. people follow us, Jack? Oh, you can follow us on Twitter at hashtag BomberMedia. Donnie, hit it up. Oh, yeah. Uh, hashtag Principal's Podcast at TGayRoom yeah. underscore KHS. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Anyone following at any time, please go ahead and, and tweet out questions or um, interesting topics that we can cover on the next podcast. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Uh, major sh- uh, shout out to Mr. James Reinhardt yeah. um, for sponsoring the podcast. Stanley Chevy, you know what it's at. That's the first time. This is our new equipment. This yeah. is what it sounds like. Yeah. What do you guys think about all this new equipment? I mean, oh, it's fabulous. It's like living in this a dream. This is great, yeah. It's like the <laughs> podcast dream. I can sit right here. I can I can move right here. I can move this over here. It's, yeah, so great. it's wherever you want to be. Right? Yeah, truly, with these scissor arm stands. So, yes, we truly thank Mr. Reinhardt for all of his contributions to get all this stuff in. I, I spoke with him last weekend, and he's actually stealing the idea of the podcast. He's going to be producing his own podcast oh. right, in, right in the Ganley okay. showroom well, look at us and, and have some uh, special guests. Um, maybe we'll be invited. Back that would be really fun. Oh, that'd be awesome you know, if we dual get to be podcasts. special guests on the Ganley Chevy. Yeah. Like, we'll this see is that idea. Yeah. yeah. So let's go ahead to our first segment here, what's happening in Bomberland. Um, so we have, this is episode 10. This is episode 10. Right. This is double wild. digits yeah. of the Principal's Podcast. Yeah. we got to start thinking about second semester and what that looks like That's as true. far as uh, when we're going to produce um, well, based we're on gonna, the schedules. Yeah, right. We're going to produce. Yeah, we yeah. are producing. <laughs> Wait, so what do you have first, Black Donnie? Uh, mythology, but, you know. I have, I have business management with Kepros. So okay, we'll have to align the schedules uh, yeah. to see what's going on. I think there's yeah. certainly have to be like yeah. sometimes where... Right. But, you know, it's all good. Yeah. So um, I guess let's talk a little bit um, about Bomber Bash. Oh, yeah. We could talk about Bomber Bash. Bomber Bash 4. Bomber Bash 4. Yeah. It was very fun for the times that we were there. Yeah, we, uh, had, yeah, um, we were not there very long. Yeah. That's okay, though. You yeah. guys were there. Yeah. yeah. You had a showing. Um, I don't know. Mr. Link, Mrs. Green, you guys maybe reflect a little bit on uh, this is year four, and I know you guys have spent – um, tremendous amount of hours over these four years, and we appreciate that support. But maybe talk about what are your thoughts about Bomber Bash? Well, Bomber Bash is great, except uh, you know I'm getting a little older, so I start running down as the <laughs> night gets as the night gets longer. But um, I think it's tremendous for the students, and it's for it's a really good cause, and hopefully it's something that we continue to do. Uh, Mr. Gabriel got in the dunk tank this year. Yes. I did not. That yes. was not going to be something <laughs> for me. It's, yeah. It's very brave. I, I, had, I had my own concerns about the dunk tank that we talked about. But, but um, I, I like the Zumba and the things that get everybody yeah. moving. And, like, and I like the band edition. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. There was really kind of a nice little kick 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah there was a little band a that played there. Yeah, yeah, it was a little band. No, it totally wasn't us. Definitely uh, <laughs> brought some uh, motivation and kind of carried us. That carried us through the rest of the night. Uh, you guys came on about what? Uh, Three a.m. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got late. Four to five songs, and uh, Jack, I think you played your your solo there. That was yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, I yeah. think that's out there floating around on social media now. So uh, hopefully, you guys uh, continue with a good following, and yeah. I think there'll be a repeat uh, performance. Uh, variety show, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. And yeah. We'll definitely be a variety show. Yeah. And the rock off as well. We're going to submit to that soon. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Jack, you got to get on top of that rock off submission. Yeah, we got like two, two weeks. weeks still. Yeah, so maybe. Well, if Last you're going to be a rock musician, you got to get used to the 3 a.m. schedule. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah, right. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. That's true. When we hit it huge, you know what I mean? Just yeah, like just inevitably. Like, who was the singer who graduated from Kenston? The lead singer, Stunt Up oh, the Oh, he didn't graduate from Kenston. Oh, uh, Wyland. Um, yeah. Um, what's his first yeah, he name? went to uh, Kenston, but he didn't yeah. graduate from here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe that happened. We'll get... I'm pretty sure he did graduate, though. That makes it sound like he didn't graduate. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just think he graduated somewhere, <laughs> somewhere else. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kirk Cobain <laughs> didn't graduate. That's... That's Who right. needs graduation when you're a rock star? Hey, right? no, you hey, need no. graduation, Jack. You, Us. you need it. <laughs> <laughs> that diploma is very on. important. I'll be making um, a big 
But no, I'm very proud of our almost 200 students that participated this year. Um, I think the leadership has been um, sustained. I think they put a lot of effort. This this whole initiative starts um, early in the year. I think in April they start planning. They start making their contacts with um, sponsors and they start networking. Um, grateful to have parent support, especially uh, Mrs. Gerd and Mrs. DiRocco, um, who transitioned to the lead advisors this year. We also have Mr. Fodor in the school building that helps out with some of the logistics as well as um, Mrs. Scola. So it's a full team effort um, and of course the extra support and assistance throughout the night with parents that come in and and um, also our staff members that come in. I think that all adds to the entire experience especially um, you know the food the coffee, everything that, that the bouncy houses, yeah. yeah, the inflatables. We actually, funny story. Um, we got there at four o'clock to set up all, our, all of our gear, and um, at four o'clock, no one was there because you know you, the setup is done at four. So we're late because I had to work. So we come in, no one's there. Uh, there's just a back door open, and all the bouncy houses are set up. And so <laughs> David and I are standing outside of the like the relay race one, and I'm like, come on, man, like we got to go for one. And so he's like, fine, fine. It was like I had to drag him into it. So we race. <laughs> of course I win. He grabs me, takes my shoes off. <laughs> By the end of it, like, my, my pants are somehow, like, halfway down to my ankles. <laughs> and, like, I still got my underwear on. I don't even know what happens. But I fall out of this thing. I got a scrape on my knee. That was a wild bouncy house, let me tell you guys. Keep in mind, I've been setting up all the band stuff in this process alone. Oh, Thanks, my. Tony. Don't even try. You set up a guitar and a microphone. I Did you guys get in the uh, jousting pit before you left? Oh, I saw that. Uh, yeah. I didn't, but I really should have wailed on Jack. Come on. I'll tell you what, uh, we, love, we love the inflatables, but sometimes those become a little bit of a hideout for some students. Yeah. You know, they're getting a little bit tired, and they're, they kind of tuck themselves in that inner wall of the <laughs> joust pit, and, they, and then nobody sees them. Yeah. So we're constantly having to patrol, making sure, um, you know, students remain standing. They're standing for the cause. They're sacrificing this night for others, and, and that's the important piece. So it's that motivation, and I know Mr. Link was spent some time in the Gaga pit as well. I did. That's, that's my jam. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, no, we got You know, the the dodgeball game is where it's really at. But Gaga Ball is second. You know, second, yeah, yeah. close yeah. to second. I mean, it's every teacher's dream. You see your students there. You got a ball in your hand, and you just get to go to town, and it's all legal. And it's, okay. <laughs> it's all legal. Absolutely. Jeez. The underground dodgeball. Yeah, I remember walking into the Bomber Bash, and the first thing when I saw Mrs. Green and Mrs. Worthwine, they just go. Didn't even say hi. They go the tap thing on their hands are like where's the panda we want to get home i'm like oh, okay we're going hold on like we're it's end of our shift yeah we waited around for you so hey thanks mrs green thank you it was very fun so we hope this uh tradition continues um it is about the student leadership the lead crew i think there were about 38 to 40 students and um we hope to again sustain that over time i think it's a great cause and for our students to be involved in service and and really, there's a lot of activities with our charity that we're tied to. A kid again, um, there's a holiday party. I know there's other um, activities. There's Cedar Point trips, um, as well as um, a couple other things, Indians yeah. games and concerts and things like that. So we can really help out those families. So mm -hmm. um, yeah. real quick, let's touch a little bit on uh, the Bomber Bowl. This is another annual tr tradition. Oh, yeah. yeah, I heard that guy. Junior wild. and senior mm -hmm. um, female students playing some yeah yeah I, I i think it got pretty wild this year i was hearing about some tackling that was going on yeah. i mean it was it's supposed to be flag football and people were getting tackled and i'm like i don't know how a game of flag football gets so intense but they when i talked to some of the senior girls about it they were like visibly get like tense you know when they're talking about it they're like yeah like oh, the juniors like it was getting you know they were so annoying and blah blah, blah. i'm like jeez <laughs> I didn't hear too much about it, but I just know that um, Victor Gresta did do a uh, story on it in uh, mass media. So that's on Bomber Media currently on the Twitter. A so. National Honor Society, they run it. It's one of their fundraisers for the year, so they do a great job. Um, I do think this the senior girls won by maybe one score or something. Yeah, they. This, I, know that, I know that the seniors won. Seniors. So. <laughs> we'll seniors always win. It's like a rule, though. Then they get annoyed when they're losing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, winter sports is in full effect, like rolling right now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, first game starts Tuesday, which is everything's kind of like, you know, adding up really quickly between two scrimmages and then a, an actual game coming up. And, you know, a lot of practice has been going in right now. So I think we kind of need the game to, like, get it all out of us, you know. But, yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting season. I'm playing golf, right, Donnie? Yeah, golf, 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 golf team. Awesome. In indoor, the winter, indoor in the golf. snow, you know. That's so cool. I've always wanted to play winter golf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So also, one final thing here, and this will segue into our next segment. Big plug. Here. Big plug. Elf is December 5th, and I'm very excited because this segues into Mr. Green, Mrs. Green, <laughs> and Mr. Mr. Lane. That happens quite often. Not, I not don't the know. first time. Not <laughs> the, <laughs> not the first. That, that may have happened with Mr. Gabriel at, at a concert. It was. At a concert, yeah. yeah. Really? At a concert. Yeah, yeah, when I was doing like the, the introduction, I was little bit puzzled kind of like the the lights were coming down you know on stage and <laughs> they're blinding and it, it happened it said mrs link and mr green and hey, I, I continued on with one more sentence and people were like hmm. mm. and then i stopped and apologized and <laughs> continued on yeah oh if that was the worst thing i'd ever been called i'd have a good life don't worry about that <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, so we would again like to welcome Mrs. Green and Mr. Link as our special somebody on the podcast today, episode 10. And uh, we want, uh, so for our listeners, can you please share a brief history of your experience before coming to Kenston as well as like your highlights or anything? That's kind of fun, is it? This <laughs> yeah. is your life, Julie Green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, before teaching-wise, I taught a couple years in London, Ohio, which mm. London, it, London is I know thought we were about to say just London, between. UK. Yeah, London, no, yeah. but that would be much cooler <laughs> yeah. than I actually am, so that would be okay. London's right between Columbus and Dayton, right mm-hmm. off of 70. Um, so taught a couple of years there, and then uh, my husband got a job in New York, so went to New York and taught in Westchester County, New York, right above the city, about 45 minutes out that's of the awesome. city. That, that's about as far w- different from London as you can it's possibly It's really, they're very different <laughs> yeah, environments yeah. for sure. And <laughs> then stayed home with my kids for about 10 years and then came to Kenston. So that's really an amazing thing for somebody who's, what, 32, 33 years yeah, old. Yeah. So that's, really, yeah. that's a lot of years. That, yes. doesn't, that math doesn't really add up. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Not, at all. Not at all. So that's me. And here I am. That's awesome. Um, and for me, I just, it was the weirdest thing. I had kind of heard of uh, Chagrin Falls, but I, I had never heard of Kenston. Um, I was at the University of Akron, and I was student teaching in the Canton area, and I was doing an event where I was uh, working with a bunch of students. And Mr. Lowe, who's the person I replaced here, he was doing judging at the event, and uh, he was impressed with all the students that were coming in. So he talked to my cooperating teacher, and he's like, hey, we're going to have an opening have this guy, you know, email this, or I guess it wasn't even email, just <laughs> call this woman. Uh, and it was Mrs. Spizak in the board office. And they gave me the stuff. I'm like, Kenston, where's Kenston? He's like, Chagrin Falls. I'm like, oh, I think I know where that is. <laughs> um, so I didn't know that Kenston needed a, a band director. And I didn't even know that Kenston existed as a district, to be honest with you. And uh, I applied and I came up and I met everybody and I interviewed and I was lucky enough to get this job right out of high school and uh, not high school that would have been amazing right out of college <laughs> and uh, and this is year 16 for me and I've taught at the middle school and the high school every year since I've been here um, mm. and nothing super exciting I did uh, 12 years in the army band um, which was pretty great um, I have three kids and I've pretty much lived my life at Kenston for the last 15 years mm. as exciting as that sounds <laughs> awesome. nice what was your um, role in the Army Band? So in the Army Band, I was a section leader. I play euphonium. Most people know it as the baritone. And uh, so I got to be featured soloist with, with the group, which was great. Um, so on the music side, served as an assistant conductor. And then I was the section leader for my instrument group. And we would do public concerts and ceremonies and deployments and returning uh, events for troops. Um, all those various things. But then, you know, that's just the music side. There's the standard army side, the weapons qualification, the physical training, all that stuff you had to do. And I've noticed that the the pounds have started to come on since I got out of the army. That was very motivating to keep me in shape. So now it's like now that I don't have that forcing me to stay in shape, it's a little bit a little bit tougher. Yeah. Well thank you for your service, Mr. Link. No problem. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Stuff. And I think uh, I don't know if it's been annually, but 
like the the band comes up, the army band comes up and they play in the summertime. They have a concert right here in our auditorium. Is that um, an annual thing? Is that through your connection or? Is, yeah, I serve yeah. as a, I serve as a coordinator for that. And when they come up north, uh, they have certain sites that they try to see. But whenever they have a free date that's not already booked, I'll I'll make some calls and I'm like, hey, our community really loves it when you guys come. So if you could come again, that would be great. They were not here this past year, um, but I'm hoping that they'll be here this upcoming summer. That's good stuff. Sounds good, yeah. So we can go to our next question here. Donnie, you can go ahead and take that oh, one. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Make sure I read some. All right. So uh, we discuss the t- skill of time management on this podcast all the time. You know, um, it's a very important skill for us as high school students. So, you know, we were wondering, how do you guys manage it all? I mean, I mean, I remember the New York trip, hundreds of kids, <laughs> you know, running around, going crazy. You got 30, you got 100 different kids playing different instruments, all just trying to do everything so like what is your guys's um you know key in making that all work that's a great question yeah. i want yeah now we're all very when, curious about the, this when you don't sleep that's that's kind of is it easier. isn't it yeah. um no but there are there are some things mrs green you want to field this one first or no for, she for time management well first of all I give this speech in my class, which I know you probably have both heard at some point about how you will never have more free time than you have right now in your lives. And everyone looks at me like I'm crazy, but it's kind of true. But you just, you have to be on it and be organized. And, and I have spreadsheets and lists and all kinds of spreadsheets is the key. A lot (laughs) of spreadsheets live on a spreadsheet and, and just keeping, trying to keep track of everything that needs done sequentially and, No, absolutely. The organization piece is huge. And what I do with with my students is I talk about, you know, there's the pressing what has to be done now, what has to be done soon, and what can be done later. And I think what happens is so many students, they wait until something is in the now category to address it. And if you're honest with yourself and you knock out the things that have to get done now, you probably have some time to get some things done that have to be done soon. And that stress that comes with things that have to be done today, right now. So many high school students only live in that bubble. And I think that the, and it stresses you out and it makes everything seem completely stressful all the time. Now that's, that's unavoidable. Sometimes you're going to have that, but the more that you can minimize that and stay on top of things and do things in advance. So when I, when I will do an assignment and I'll say, this is due, you know, two Mondays from now or, or whatnot, you know, I know for a fact there's students who could get that done that weekend or that week, but I'm still getting submissions in Google Classroom at 11.37 at night, you know, yeah. the night before it's due. <laughs> and typically those are not my highest quality work. But the kids who are doing it sooner and they're not stressed out about it, they turn it in and they do it better. So the idea of, you know, everybody wants to sit and have some free time, and I get that, and that's important. But don't be lazy and wait until everything gets into that. I have to do this right now um, because then you're just going to be stressed out all the time. And the the work you produce is not going to be your best work. It's like getting out of that procrastination mindset, really. Yeah, that's true. Prioritizing, you know, and what's most important at this time, I think, is a huge skill for students to master. And, And you guys are mastering that, absolutely, because I know you're still helping out, you know, down at the middle school, too, where in previous years, if you guys didn't know, um, Mrs. Mrs. Green and Mr. Link were teaching, you know, half a day down at the middle school and then, you know, coming up here. So, um, it, it's, that's funny because they, you know, and they were there at the middle yeah, school they when were, that happened. Right. But, but it's funny because high school students will look at me and I'll say something about having to go down to the middle school and they're like, like, like why are you going down to the middle school? And, yeah, like, like, yeah I, always, like, I never I, really I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, <laughs> I always forget that you do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's changed now. So, you know, um, uh, Mr. S- Mr. Sell and Mrs. Ms. Bodner, Ms. Bodner, yeah. Ms. Bodner's down there, and they're running the program. But it's really the transition, you know, for them to still go down and assist. I think that transition of building the, you know, 6 through 12 music program is huge. And, and it's a great team. I think, you know, um, you guys are all on the same page working together in multiple capacities. And it kind of leads into this next question, and this is for Mrs. Green. Um, you re- recently took over the lead advisor of the the, the musical here at the high school. Yep. Um, third talk, year. Third year. Third year. Talk to us a little bit about that transition, and then 
you know, how do you come up with, you know, the genres or the, the type of musicals or how does that happen? What are, what are those decisions? Who's involved in those decisions? Great. Well, the musical is it's very much a team effort and we all have different <laughs> yes. roles to play during. Uh, we have several, uh, several people working on that team. Uh, Mrs. Leone's working away on the choreography and putting everything together. And Mrs. Worthwine's gosh, working like a dog backstage this year. <laughs> like, we're really working her hard. Yeah. Backstage this year, and then then the musical actually comes to a point where we turn the reins over entirely to Mr. Link because when it comes right down to it, down with the pit, he's like he's running, (laughs) he's running the show essentially as we as we get down through there because the rest of us get to a point where we have to stand back and let the kids do the work, Mm -hmm. and he's the one with the baton in the pit in charge of making the whole thing run. So eventually it's Mr. Link's show, but it's really, truly a kid's show. Yeah. But we like to think, make Mr. Link think he's important. (laughs) I've never known that this was turned into Mr. Link's show. When was this been a thing? Oh, Jack, this has always been my show. (laughs) No, um, in, in reality, um, you know, in what we were talking about before, it, it, it is the students. So people will look at something, whether it's the musical or it's a Friday night, you know, marching band performance or the massive holiday concert, and they'll say, how do you guys do all that? And the answer is that we don't. That's we, very true. We give the students the tools to be successful. It would not be possible for us to do all of that on a Friday night or in the show. The whole point is to train the students and let them take accountability. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Mrs. Mrs. Green was joking around, and, and in terms of facilitating the show. That's how I would say it. Keeping everything going at a certain pace, making sure things happen at, at, at the right time. That's my my point with Elf. But I'm not making any sounds with instruments. I'm not singing anything. Right. So all, I'm just a facilitator to facilitate all the fantastic student work that has happened. Yeah. Good way to put it. Yeah, definitely. So uh, Mr. Link, the pit. We've, I actually was in the pit, so... We have heard some cool stories. Describe really what goes on in the pit. And uh, so Kenson is very fortunate to have our auditorium facility to provide so many musicals and like plays like Clue and Elf. And how do you think the fine arts uh, pathway prepares students for uh, college and career? Well, I think, I think our auditorium is amazing. It's far nicer than, you know, I played in the pit in high school. And it was just us kind of sitting on the floor in front of the stage. Um, our facility is amazing, and that is super uh, helpful for the kids. And, and when it comes to the pit, what a lot of people don't realize is you can alter dancing a little bit, and you can alter some sets you know, to make it a little easier for high school, although we don't make it easy in any way. The kids work really hard. The, the music you get, and Jack, you know this from playing in Susico last year, the music you get is the music that they do on Broadway. It's just as hard. It's the exact book that people are playing in New York and we're asking high school kids to do it and they do an amazing job. I mean, is it going to sound exactly like a professional musician in New York? Nope, but they sound pretty good doing it. And I think that idea of taking something, you know, those, those first two weeks of pit rehearsal, uh, they'll make your ears bleed. Um, (laughs) it's, It's very difficult. And, and taking that whole idea of this is completely unattainable. This is impossible. And being able to whittle away at that with students and letting them get more and more and more to by the time we get to about this point, week and a half or so before the show, and the student's like, I can do this. And that's fantastic for me as a teacher. And I think there's, regardless of what you're going to go into, this is not a music thing, taking something that seems completely unattainable and realizing through hard work and taking it a little piece at a time, you can get it. That's that's about the most uh college and career readiness thing I think you can do. Right. Yeah, I'm having flashbacks with the pit last year, not knowing how to read guitar music at all, and then throwing <laughs> me into this musical, like, do this. You learned this insanely hard musical, and I had, what, three months to do it? Oh, well, we're not pretty hard. You yeah. did it, though. Uh, yeah, I did do it, but I, just to be completely fair, I don't even think by the end of the show I knew the music. <laughs> well, no, you knew. I mean, it, and you were kind of in the deep end, but you know, it was, <laughs> it was covering your mouth, but you could breathe through your nose, so it yes, was fine. It's very true. So we have the outstanding uh, musicians in the pit and the singers on stage. What about the stage crew, like who's helping support from, you know, the outside in? 
they're, they're kind of some unsung heroes in yeah. this process, too. Uh, we get kids like pulling pulling the ropes backstage and making it making everything go up and down when the, when it needs to go up and down and moving boy so many set changes on oh, yeah. this show like every time you turn around we're moving something else and there's something else happening um the kids are we're running the lights the kids are running the sound we've got some new microphones and and are having some uh some some Experience. Experiences yes. is a good thing of, of, of integrating new technology into the show. Okay. Um, so so that's been fun. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah, definitely we've we've got when it comes right down to it, we've got almost eighty kids working on this show in wow. some capacity. That's awesome. so. Well, and the thing that's very t- tough for some of those students is they only get noticed when something goes wrong. If they do their job right. correctly, right. <laughs> um, and and there's no issues with the technology, then everything's just great and nobody even thinks about them yeah, but you yeah. know when the when there's a hold up in the in the the set takes a little too long to change or there's a pop with the microphone or the light doesn't come on in the right spot you know everyone's very quick to be like oh well what happened there and yeah. you don't realize the 98 99% of the time that everything's going off without a hitch yeah. and those are the students that aren't on stage and you really can't you know see them it's kind of similar for the pit we should fade into the background and you should forget that we're there and hopefully we don't make too many sounds that make people say what is going on down there yeah. or or you give us the wrong cue when we're walking in but you know we're uh, not we're not calling any blame I, here we're not calling any blame here i thought this was going to be a safe space <laughs> <laughs> this is a safe space I actually, yeah. so we're counting down the days um and i think we call is it tech week is the tech so week. i guess explain like what is that and that's after Thanksgiving breaks. What does that look like? Right. It's actually we're starting during um, the Sunday of Thanksgiving break. Okay. We're we're back in here on Sunday afternoon, um, a little bit Wednesday morning also. But on Sunday afternoon we start True Tech, and we're going to add the costumes, and we're going to add some makeup, and we're going to add the you know add the full lighting effects, and add everything that goes together to make yeah. the whole show work. Uh, and and that is a stressful time because you know and all the actors have to keep track of all their props and all right. of their things and make sure that everything stays organized, which circles us back to the other conversation. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and it, yeah, it, it's a busy week for sure. And then Definitely. Wednesday is um, not necessarily opening night, but we call that s'mores night. So. Right, that's s'mores. Yeah. That's s'mores night. That's our final dress rehearsal, mm-hmm. and we invite the senior citizens of the community in. I think there's there's a meal involved mm-hmm. there, and, and they get yeah. to come in and watch the final dress rehearsal, uh, too, as yeah. a, as a nice little throwback to the community to thank them for and supporting for, our programs. For people who are listening, the S'more is an acronym. It's Senior Moments of Rockin' Entertainment. I have no <laughs> idea what that yeah. meant. I never the, knew. You say the S'mores, yeah. the S'mores event to the kids, and they think that we're going to be having chocolate mm-hmm. and marshmallows and graham crackers. Yeah, that's great. Snack stuff. time. Yeah. So yeah. A, as a district, we'll do three or four S'more events throughout a year, usually associated with each show, um, each production that's going to happen. Right. Yeah, no, we're very excited, though. Very excited and appreciate all the work and everything that you guys do to, um, you know, support Kenson Center Stage and providing this opportunity um, for our students here at Kenson High School. And one more more plug right after the show, Thursday, December 12th, will be the KHS Holiday Concert. It's a busy December. It is a busy December, but that's okay. It's also a lot of fun. You know, I think I actually had a question here. Jack, like you just plugged that. Jack is always plugging Elf and, and Clue. Heard. Yes. And, you know, I was just wondering, is he, like, getting a cut out of this? Like, is, is he making profit well, from this well, Clue and Elf plugs? We, we don't discuss, discuss contracts. Oh, on, yeah, we don't discuss that. Air. That <laughs> is not for you to know. That's for me and Mrs. Green to know. So that's oh, yeah. could be some compliance violation. <laughs> Come on. Like Come on. I was like, you know. Yeah. Well, I know NCAA has those rules. Right. I haven't yeah. heard about them for the high school. Yeah. Yeah. No money so under the table. <laughs> Yeah, twenty bucks a piece. You know, like, no, it's, no, it's all honest. Jack only plugs these things because, out of the goodness of his heart, yes. he wants people to appreciate the work that's going on. Oh, here. yeah, and, and it, it doesn't oh, have yeah. anything to do with vanity and Jack wanting people to come see him. So that's fine. Yes, <laughs> completely selfless. It's the only time I'm doing the musicals. Let me have this. You can have it. It's fine. Yeah. So you guys are certainly welcome to stay. We're going to go through a few more segments, or if you have, if you're busy or something Great. to do, Thank I know this is your prep idea. time. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for having us. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Right. Thank you for thank being you. here. Outstanding. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Up to you.
hottest trends. Yeah, you're loud enough, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand I'm loud enough now. All right, so we're going to go into our hottest trends you're segment. Too loud. No, you're too loud, Donnie. Hottest trends segment here. What, Mr. Link, is there a problem? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to hit my ears, you know. That's my favorite part of the podcast. I just spent, you know, many years training my ears. <laughs> and that was quite loud. When do you spend the amount of time that I do uh, not wearing ear protection for band practices, you learn to get used to it. Mm. Mm. Thanks, yeah, that's a, that's a bad idea. You should be bragging <laughs> and, and not wearing ear protection. Someday, 55-year-old you is going to listen to this podcast and be like, if I could tell him now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm always telling Jack to wear ear protection. but Well, I never listen. Some people don't want to listen. Anyway, hottest trends. Hottest trends. So we got Disney Plus here. Disney Plus? New substitute for Netflix. All Verizon users get a free year, or Verizon people that are like not Sprint and everything. And, um, well, you'd have to be Verizon not to be Sprint. Donnie, I get it, Donnie. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> You're welcome. So what do we all think of this? What, this is Disney Plus. What do you Plus. get with it? Yeah, you get Mar- like, all, every single Marvel movie. Okay. There's the new Star Wars show, The Mandalorian, and then there's also every single Disney movie. Yeah. Well, some background is that what happened is now that Disney Plus is its own platform, they took back all of their Netflix. Their, um, I believe they took all the things they had on Netflix that was yeah. Disney. So now Netflix users don't get you know all the Marvel movies and all of that, and now you have to get Disney Plus if you want that. So it's become very competitive. Mm-hmm. And, and Disney yeah. owns ABC, so all ABC content um, is there. And now you can do the Disney Plus, plus ESPN Plus, and Hulu and it's only about a dollar more so it's than, a bundle. Just, than just Netflix. So it seems like it's a little... It's such a snag. It's so a little if, competition. So I think my Netflix, I don't know, maybe it's up to $11, $12 a month now. Yeah. So what is, what is Disney Plus? 12, $12.99. Well, no, Disney Plus is only like 8 bucks, but you can get the Hulu. But you, those are add-ons then. Well, you can get the bundle. So it's Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus, and it's $13 a month. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, Netflix used to be, I remember, $8 or something. It, it was, and over the you know the course of the years, it keeps going up and up, and I guess everything does with, with time. Mrs. But. Green, did you cut the cord of cable, or you still have cable? No, we use, like, Hulu, yeah, TV. So you're streaming. We do live yeah. TV. We stream everything now. Yeah. I'm still See, on cable. Watch too many sports in my house to, to cut. So you yeah. still have your regular cable I, and your I, spectrum or whatever it is. I do because you know the the boys and I will watch you know the, we'll, we'll watch football all day Saturday, all day Sunday, Monday night, Thursday night, and yeah. that it's pretty much I'd say seventy five percent of what gets watched in in my house is live sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my family switched to YouTube TV, so that's okay. like kind of like a substitute. I've been looking into there. that. It's, yeah, it's really nice. I hardly use it because I just watch. Netflix mostly. streaming could have been an are you down with that but that's besides the point like streaming has gotten so big lately that yeah so many people are cutting cable but for some reason I'm still on it and I think we're we're probably about to switch just because it's so much more expensive mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but I mean this the whole Disney plus thing I think is I mean it's gonna once Netflix leave or loses the office and friends I think everyone's gonna go to Disney plus because that's where they're going like the office and friends are going to but we Disney talked plus. about Seinfeld Yes, but I don't know if this show in itself, Seinfeld, is going to be enough mm. for Netflix to stay in business. It I don't might. know. Do I it, think so. And it seems like for Netflix, a lot of what people go there for is the original Netflix content. Right. Um, yeah, their movies and shows. Yeah. Yeah. But the, how, many, how many original Netflix? Well, Al Camino just came out. Yeah. That's a good one. And then also there's like Stranger Things and everything. Yeah, I mean, they have big shows. They're very incredible so i think they could they'll make enough but yeah they're definitely going to be losing some business to disney yeah, competition it just so. seems like you know was it amazon prime youtube tv yeah. right. hulu netflix it's part of the market spectrum yeah. originals yeah mm-hmm. disney plus I, at some point you you know people aren't going to pay seven eight dollars a piece for six different streaming services you might as well just have cable at that point right that's Good true point all right well we can go to our next trend here we got a thanksgiving coming up guys Thanksgiving. Yes. I'm going to get mine out of the way here. Go ahead. What are your traditions? What are my traditions? Usually I would have family, but this year it's just going to be uh, four of us. Me, Sam, my brother, my mom, my dad. That's it. Oh, no uh, no, no, no in-laws uh, coming in. No, nothing. Yeah. You can't forget about Leo. Yeah, my dog, the Leo. He'll be dog. eating everything, too. <laughs> dog's <Jeez>. wild. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. So Jamie is not coming home for Thanksgiving? No. 
Copenhagen. Yes. So, wow. Little background on my sister. She's currently out in Denmark, in Copenhagen to be exact, playing volleyball overseas. And she will be coming home for Christmas. And we will visit her in the spring. To, and I will be going to Denmark and it'll be very fun time. That's awesome, that. yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. So, no, she's not coming home. Sadly. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, Thanksgiving at the Manor just looks like we usually go to um, my aunt's house, aunt and uncle's, and then we have, like, a huge Thanksgiving dinner there. But, I mean, it's nothing, like, out of the norm, I guess. It's just you get a big turkey, everyone chows down, you, you fall asleep and you go home. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, I go to my in-laws on Thanksgiving. We kind of split some of the holidays, and they're on the west side out by Strongsville. Um, I have a Im- very, very important task and duty every year, and that's, that is cooking the turkey. And oh. so we use one of those big roasting pots, so it's usually no more than a 20-pound turkey. But the preparation is what is most important. I and thought you were about to say you're in you charge of the to... cranberry sauce. <laughs> that's, always, that's always the now, best. Cranberry thing. sauce is on the table. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. But the preparation, so you have to plan ahead. So on Saturday morning, 6 a.m., I'm buying the 20-pound turkey because it has to thaw in the refrigerator for right. at least four days. And then what I like to do is I prep it uh, through the dry brine, which is a bunch of spices. And you basically load, once it's thawed, you load up the spices for another like 24 to 48 hours. And then that just holds in all of the moisture. And you roast it, Donnie. Sounds like I may be stopping by the Gabriel household for uh, Thanksgiving dinner. I just heard <laughs> but here's, here's the question, though. <laughs> yeah. And we, I think we have about 15 to 17 at the table, and there's multiple dishes. Um, stuffing in the bird or stuffing out of the bird? Like, what do you... Out of the bird. Well, out. Out, out. Yeah. out of the bird is supposed to be a little more, um, make sure we kill all the The taste is not there, the though. Yeah. Yeah, the, taste the taste is, is not, not there. there. I like the stuffing in the bird. Yeah. That's for you. Listen, like, you can go. Well, no, I mean, for so for me, like, you know, for my whole adult life, it's been with the uh, extended families on the weekends on either side of Thanksgiving. So right. what we do, you know, you can only eat so much turkey. You're not going to eat turkey the weekend before and the weekend after. Right. So we would make, we started our own family tradition where uh, it's non-traditional Thanksgiving. So we would make a massive meal. We'd do all the cooking, but it would have to be something completely not Thanksgiving related. And it had mm. to be from scratch. So one year we tried to make our own chicken parmesan. I mean, our own tomato sauce, our own noodles. Okay. Um, it was disgusting. That was the, <laughs> that was the year that we figured out that we needed uh, DiGiorno's in the freezer in case it didn't go well. Yes. But, but whether the idea is, you know, to make something we never made before. So whether we'd make a, a Chinese dish that we never made or or something like That's that. That's cool. So, I like so that. The whole, the whole family environment of cooking and being together but not a third day of turkey in yeah. an eight-day span. Right. Yep. That's a cool idea. I feel like I could, I might steal that. That's a really interesting concept. So. Yeah, I, I just like the DiGiorno in case. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. something that I'm so going to do. That's well, we, we learned that the hard way driving around uh, about 10 years ago, driving around and not really finding anything open when our, when our <laughs> meal didn't, didn't go well, but that's right. okay. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, so our last trend here. So after Thanksgiving, I'm sure I'm going to be doing this as well. Uh, Wait, hold on. Oh, what? Mrs. Green. Oh, Mrs. Green didn't go? Thanksgiving. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. No, 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 that's okay. I'm so sorry. No, ours is, like, pretty boring. We get with extended family and go to my sister's, and and she does all the cooking, and I show up (laughs) with my family and go, hey, here's some Rice Krispie treats. (laughs) Hey, we're all here. Nothing wrong with that. Have some checks back. Do you cook the Rice Krispie treats yourself? I I do, and I was always amazed when kids, would, other kids, would come over to our house, and I would make them Rice Krispie treats. And and one kid actually looked and goes, "You can make these." Oh my yeah. goodness! Like, yeah, they thought they came in a little blue package. Nice. Yeah, no, I, that's what I always thought too. But you could, I remember my mom made them, and you had to like, you had to, yeah, yeah, yeah no, you can make them. I, yeah, yes, it's, it's not high cuisine. Yeah, I got, I, yeah. I got this one. Yeah. Oh, Any don't reveal your this. secret recipe. Yeah, incredibly Mrs. complicated. Green's got the green, green ingredient. Yeah. You should call it that. <laughs> green ingredient. Yeah. I like that. All right. So, yeah. Sorry to cut you off there. But, yeah. No, you're right. We can go and do uh, So, we got Black Friday coming up. The day after being thankful. Yeah. The day after greedy. being thankful. So, you get uh, three, greedy and go <laughs> buy all your stuff. Waiting in line for 45 minutes for a single T-shirt. That's I've never dollars. done it. Really? Uh, no. I don't participate. It's the experience, though, Gabe. I know, but. It's the experience. I don't really agree with I understand. Either. I understand Just, that. Yeah. It's Except for this year. Now, you know, you're looking at college stuff, and I need to get a laptop, and I need to get all this. 
and <laughs> looking online, the deals are so tempting. And I haven't done it before, and I've always been like, you know, it's whatever. I'll just, you know, find it another time. But this year, it's 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 hard not to look at some of those prices and hop on it. All I'm saying is, is I got my Samsung phone last year, and I got the S9, which is the most recent phone, for four hundred dollars off. That's, That's half good. off. That's pretty good. I participated one time, um, and this was, you know, gosh, probably twelve years ago or so, or no, maybe not that much, eight, nine or ten years ago, but. I went out 2 a.m., you know, to say, and it's when my kids wanted a Wii, like the original Wii. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. and it was like half hours, like the things we do for children. I remember getting the insane lines. I got it. It was all set. I went home. I climbed to bed and I was like, I will never do, do this again. <laughs> what and store did you go to? I never, I think I was at a Target. Oh, but uh, it, yeah, it was yeah. just, it was absolutely insane. And now between Cyber Monday and, and the thing that's yes. amazing this year, Amazon is doing a massive Black Friday promotion. They're not even waiting to Cyber Monday. They're going after the yeah. Black Friday market. And, you know, if I can sit at home on Thanksgiving while I'm watching football after I ate and I can knock out my Christmas shopping on my computer, that, that's fine with me. Yeah. That sounds like a – Cyber yeah, Monday has been, a, like, a growing uh, thing now. And mm-hmm. I, I think about Cyber Monday deals a lot. So, you know, if I don't end up getting out on Friday, then I'm definitely buying something on Cyber Monday. Nice. Mr. Green, there what you do you go. think? Oh, it used to be fun to go out. Like, people would be all happy and dressed up in their little Christmas sweaters and things, and everybody's out <laughs> shopping. And then as it, as it kind of extended into Thanksgiving and the 2 a.m. and the 4 o'clock Thanksgiving day, people are just crabby when you go out. And yeah. they're like, they're yeah. easy people. It's like aggressive, yeah. like yes. in line, well, pushing. That's Samsung yeah, trample. People are like, yeah. like, you Crazy. eat some decaf now. Yeah. <laughs> I worked at a department store when I was in high school and it was a I mean it was a big thing the, the store was closed on Thanksgiving and then it was the big open at 6 a.m. Black Friday early and so the, the staff had to get there at 5 a.m. and people were waiting outside but it was it was almost like that festive feeling and I feel like now that people abandon their families on Thanksgiving for the idea of I've got to go because this place opens at 5 and then this place opens at 7 and they like plan out like six hours of shopping you're not even you're not even enjoying the time. You know, yeah. I know, I know there's people who take a nap on Thanksgiving. You used to take a nap on Thanksgiving. You're just so full. Now people take a nap right. because they're planning on being out shopping until <laughs> yeah. four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. I like the nap after you eat. That's, that's always my favorite part, definitely. All right. I think, are you down with that segment? I, um, I think we got Christmas and a hot vacation. I did so this. traveling over the holidays, yeah. I yes. guess, is the topic. So, um it would. I would love to do that. We we're so busy with uh, my daughter's activities. We typically don't go out of town, but it would be great to go somewhere warm. Uh, yeah, maybe in the future. It'd th- certainly be a change. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it's. I love the snow on. I love waking up to snow on Christmas Day. Like no better feeling. But when it's nasty and muddy because it rained instead <laughs> of snowed. Northeast and, Ohio weather. Yeah, I'm like, you know what. This is a time I wouldn't mind being like, you know, Orlando or somewhere warm and waking up to a palm tree on Christmas Day. I, yeah. I just can't imagine hearing jingle bells in my bathing suit with sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it just that, that doesn't seem fundamentally really. right to yeah. me. Disconnect. When was the last time we had like a true like snow on Christmas, though? Like the, I, I can't remember. I maybe like maybe too five, long ago. Five or six years well, ago. Well, be positive. It's going to happen this year. Yeah. I really hope so. Optimistic. I really hope so. That's the but, best feeling. So looking ahead a little bit, uh, our Don't Forget segment, make sure we're tuning in to Saturday's um, big game, 12 o'clock noon. Uh, yeah. Mrs. Green here supporting the uh, scarlet and gray, the colors, and uh, oh, that, yeah. that's a big day. And I think there's a lot of kids um, wearing scarlet and gray today with the Buckeyes. You know, Mrs. Phillips sent me an early text uh, this morning, and she shows up earlier than I do, and she's like, what's on my window? And it, for the listeners, Mrs. Phillips, our associate principal, she's a Michigan fan. I don't even want to say that word. She's a Michigan alum, not we, just a fan. She's not an alum. I thought she no, was. Oh, no. she's a fake. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I thought she was an alum. So I she texts me like at 645, and she's like, what is on my window? And I was like, what are you talking about? And so, she, like, I saw the picture, and it says O-H-H. 
hyphen I hyphen O. Like, so, like, I'm like, are you now supporting the Buckeyes? Like, <laughs> she, <laughs> she just wonder how it got up I there. I don't know yeah. how it got up there. You know, <laughs> on the exterior window. But Shout all the parents dropping Spurs. off, you know, their, their child this morning, they were like, hey, that's a Buckeye fan in that office. <laughs> so. Turning a new leaf. Yes. Whoever did that, that was a prime I don't idea. Know. Yeah, yeah. We, we, no, seems like it's pretty getting pretty tense around the office. No, we, we, uh, we have fun. We, we have fun. We got to stick up with fun. Mrs. for Mrs. Phillips. You know, she just likes to root for the underdog. At some point, Michigan <laughs> might actually beat Ohio State. It could happen. Um, you know, I'm very old, She's so I remember, I remember a time when it did happen. But I think most of our students probably don't even remember a time yeah. when Michigan could actually beat Ohio State. Yeah, I don't remember. 2011, I think, was the last. Well, and that time. was like that was the first time in several years after that. So. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have their moments of glory, but we know where the real <laughs> not, powerhouse not is. Not Saturday. <laughs> not Saturday. She's probably getting triggered listening to this right now. She won't tune in, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we going to drop down to our inspirational quote? Well, or, remember, or, don't or, don't no, no, we, we still got more. Uh, yes, we still got more. Don't forget. Check your email. Check your email. Make sure to click that unsubscribe button on those emails if you yes. want to stop. Want to stop getting those like hangover colleges. And Mrs. Green, I don't, you know, a lot of our students don't check email, and it's frustrating, you know, for administration, probably for for you know teaching staff as well. It's like we're sending out reminders, and I know Google Classroom is better, right? But they had over, I don't know. 10,000 emails. emails. And they don't, yeah. and they don't know how... You have to right. sort through them. That's a skill. Right. Yeah. And how to unsubscribe to, you know, promotional emails. So we talked about yeah. that in, in prior... And I've shown yeah. several students how to, how to tag your email so it'll flag. So this college is that you're actually looking Absolutely. at. Absolutely. It'll come up with a nice little color when it's an email from that color, yeah. college. So when your inbox has... 200 email in it, you can look for, you know, the blue Specific ones or right. the scarlet and gray yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gmail really is amazing to do that, to stay organized. Yeah. You just have to take time to, to do that setup. Yeah. So, so I, I set up a filter on mine. So any email that comes with the option of unsubscribe, it just goes into a folder. Ooh, and I then, like that. And then like once like every that. three days, I just open it up and I can scan through real quick anything I want to keep. Okay. Throw it to the inbox, delete the rest of it. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, and so that's, um, that's really great for students because you're, you're getting so much unsolicited email. Right. Um, yeah. And it, then you could just quickly go through the whole list. Is there anything here I want? No. Hit one button, delete it all, yeah. and it's all gone. There you go. And it's weird because I do check my email. I feel like a lot more than other students, and I still can miss some like important ones every now and then because I've gotten 50,000 ones from – like Alaska University, and I'm like, I'm <laughs> not labels. going. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm not going there. Yeah, the Hanover College ones get me all the time. I'm like Wisconsin University. Like I don't know any of these colleges, but they still send me this stuff. So it's yeah. kind of annoying. Yeah. But you know Wisconsin, yes. Yeah, I know I the I know the Jack, state, but me. I don't like I. I just, I've never even considered that place. Yeah. So again, I don't know. But um, we also have December first deadlines for colleges. That's coming up soon. Make sure you get those applications in. I know Cincinnati has that. They're just they're well, their early action decision. Well, they don't have early action. Er- Cincinnati. No, doesn't. they don't have early decision. They have early action. Okay, then early action. You're an expert. Yes. Oh, my bad. <laughs> and um, last, don't forget, Elf, December fifth. Be there. Or I'm going to hunt you down. Talk. What time? What time? Seven? Seven o'clock on <laughs> December 5th? Or 6th or 7th. 6th or 7th. You can be there before possibly see me getting a drink at the water fountain. Yep. It's quite a sight. Oh, well, I wasn't planning on going, but now that I know that I can see <laughs> yeah. Jack at the <laughs> From the water fountain. We need a picture of that. <laughs> yes, it's fantastic. In my suit. I look very good in the suit. All right. <laughs> and he's very humble. Yes, Jack is the most humble person on this so podcast. Humble. So humble. All right, who had this quote? That was me. All right, go yeah. ahead. So I'm going to say this because I'm going to say this, this quote I feel like is, is supposed to be like, like told straight at you. Like it's like the way you want to get started is to quit talking and start doing. You know, that's how I think that quote should be said. I love it. Yeah. Like, it's a nice quote. Quit it talking, is. start doing. That's Walt Disney said that. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think Walt Disney would have said it in that way. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. would either. But I feel like that quote, like you're going to be looking at someone, like they're like stressing out over home. Or you're like, I guess quit talking. Start doing, but you're you're saying it like uh, like Quentin Tarantino reads Walt Disney quotes. <laughs> so, hey, that's, sometimes you got to do it that way. All I'm saying, but anyway, I love that quote. You know, we've always kind of keep the consistency of the quote that's like motivational, mm-hmm. and we have like the make sure we have the learn from your mistakes and everything like that. And um, this has always been. I just love that how it's just shut up and Straight just do up. it. Yeah, like, it's yep. just. 
It's very simple. You know, I, I like it a lot, Jack. I feel like this applies to you quite a bit. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, whenever trying to write something new, Jack Jack never wants to write. You know, I'm always like, you know, like let's write. Jack never wants to write. You're not but then arguing I'll, on the podcast. And then he'll always be like, oh, like we need to make more stuff. Come on, Jack. Let's let's stop talking. Let's start I have it. Christmas on the mind literally every single day, Donnie, now. You have Elf on your mind. Yes, yeah. and it's hard to write. Yeah. I'm going to come out and start writing sparkle, jolly, twinkle, jingles. <laughs> All right. Lyrics. No, I think, it, I think it kind of describes like a, a positive uh, work ethic that you have, which is an important skill. And, and if something comes to mind, don't talk about it. Go ahead and, and do it and get, get rolling with it. It's kind of like Mr. Novak. We talked about the podcast for quite a few weeks, and he's like, Mr. Gabriel, are we going to do this or not? Yeah. And we did. And we got together. We started planning. And, um, you know, here we are now. So. Podcast number 10. So I know it's been covered on previous things, but just, you know, from my perspective as another teacher, Mrs. Green and I have talked about this a lot. The work that Mr. Novak and Mr. Malkus are doing it with all the new initiatives is amazing. And yep. it, it's great to watch it happening in the building in a completely separate department. But... And it's fantastic that we can go to those guys anytime we need support or we have an idea and they'll sit down with us and they'll help us through it and they'll help us achieve the vision that we have in a way that was better than we thought it could ever be. So just a shout out to those two. Absolutely. Mrs. Green, do you have anything to say on this quote? No. <laughs> I think this is a fantastic quote, actually. I'm kind yeah. of impressed. You know, yeah. good Walt words Disney. for life right there. Good Walt words for life. What Jack needs, more confidence. Yes. <laughs> well, Walt Disney was just a little successful, so I think... A know, little bit might, successful. Uh, yeah. It's not like he has Disney Plus now. But he's, you know, it's not good. <laughs> well, he was alive for Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe yeah. he is. He's still alive for with Disney his, Plus. With you his, think? his frozen, frozen head. head. Yeah, yeah. frozen head. <laughs> Yeah, but I think uh, I think that might be it for episode ten of the Principals Podcast. We can go so. ahead with our closings here. So I've been Jack. I don't know who I am now, but uh, make sure to check us out on Spotify by looking up Bomber Media and seeing Mr. J's Mr. G's beautiful face come up in the search feed. Stay classy, people. Make sure to keep yourselves out of trouble. And uh, thanks so much for listening. Before I forget, plug in Marley, November 29th. Oh yes, check out close second on Spotify. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you this evening, as always. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll smell you later. Guys, anything? No, thank you so much for having us, and Absolutely. it's been a lot of fun. So welcoming to your guests here. So <laughs> much fun. Thanks. Yes. Thank you. And this is Mr. G. I'm signing off. Remember to get after something in your life. Enjoy your passions. Read a book. Reach out to an old friend. Accept the grime and believe in yourself. That is all for episode 10 of the Principles Podcast. Have a great rest of the week and a wonderful start to the holiday season.